sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Saldo, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Another beautiful morning here in Santa Barbara. Welcome. This is Erica Salda, the queen of team. 12 years we've been doing this. It feels like yesterday, Handy. Yeah, it does. And here we are. This is an auspicious time because not only is this the first program in October, it's the first program in the fourth quarter, and it's the only program on the 5th of October, 2021. Nice. Okay, now give the big reveal because we, you have loaded us and thrown us out on all the social platforms. So why don't you go down the list? Oh, good heavens. Uh, we are on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, uh, iHeart, and Amazon Music. We are all over the internet. Uh, but you can also go to, and that website, I believe, is uh, teensportsradio.com. Uh, you can also Google, if you want, to Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio because, you know, our location is Santa Barbara, but we are global and we are talking about teens. We are talking about how we can help them to be uh, better teens, if you will, better citizens as they grow up, give them the, the leg up, if you will, through the various people we have on this program between, uh, what is it, Richard uh, and his uh, health minutes. We also have um, uh, those college coaching moments as well. We also have good food from, who is it, uh, Erica, the, um, or something organic? Something's good organic, something's, and she's here yeah. today, Carolyn Gibbons, let's put our hands All together. right. Woo! Yeah, we're happy about that. I gotta, I gotta connect oh, with her, so because I gotta start getting our box, uh, because, uh, you know, yeah, I can go to the organic section of the local, <laughs> or the other, <laughs> but I'd rather get it from the ground that is grown right here in Santa Barbara, uh, and have it f- as fresh as, it, I would eat it right off the plant as it is still alive, if if it were possible to do that, so yeah. I got to get a tol- get in touch with uh, Ms. Gibbons uh, uh, for um, uh, for uh, setting up a box to uh, to uh, start enjoying that great organic food of Santa Barbara. It was awesome because last time I went there, she actually it was awesome. I'm I'm, I'm followed by this. I got. I was getting concerned. Really, actually, I was followed by this fire truck, and I'm like, "Oh God!" So I'm going as fast as I can because you know, what am I going to do? Go into the tomato bush, right? I mean, I'm like, I have no place to go. So I actually stop, and she's such. Karen, I love you so much, and she's just loading up a box, loading up a box, and then she's just running out to the fireman and uh, donating some uh, beautiful vegetables and everything. She's like, you know, you got to support our frontline workers. And, you know, we have to support our farmers, our local yes, farmers. Yes. So without any further ado, Carolyn Givens, how are you doing this morning? I'm excellent. How are you? <laughs> good. I'm so happy that we're, I, I, this is a blessing to have the Zoom because it's hard. It was really hard for you to get into the studio. Yeah. So once I moved Buellton and spawned two children, it's impossible to get anything done in completion. Yeah. All right, so tell us. We we pick up our box uh, weekly, and we I just love it. I I'm so excited. I mean, I've done a lot of little uh, pieces, video pieces of exactly what, what what is in our box, and I always throw that out on the internet because people just don't understand. My I, I'm on a, a a five foot table, and a large box pretty much fills the whole table. And I don't understand how people just does. And it's my time, and it's 
Again, the supporting the farmers, it saves me a lot of time. And maybe we could touch on this a little bit because I have had actually people explain to me that the organic section in the grocery store isn't really like a farm. (gasps) Well, I I would think it because of transportation or something. So maybe we could go through that and then we could tell us um, what's in uh, the ground right now that we're uh, serving. What's what's being seasonal right now? Yeah, I was going to touch on the grocery store. I don't, I don't think grocery stores are always trying to support local farms. I think they're trying to get the cheapest produce they can so they can make the biggest, you know, profit. So it doesn't always come local. It doesn't, it's not always seasonal. If you see a tomato in the middle of December, as much as you want one, you know, it's probably not going to taste like a tomato you're going to go get from the ground or something you grew. So there's a big difference. Stuff that we put in the box is picked right it's picked within 24 hours of you getting it. So there's a big difference between that transit time and the time it's been in the warehouse and the shelf to when you get it. So talk to us about what, what's seasonal right now. What do we have? I mean, I could, I just unpacked my box last night, but tell, tell us what we Yeah, have. we're stretching the season of summer. So we're finishing up melons and fruit, uh, a lot of that summer fruit. And uh, we're still running with a lot of bell peppers and hard squash and zucchini and, um, always with the lettuce and the carrots who are packing in onions while all that stuff kind of grows during the summer and we stock up the CSA boxes while it's uh, fresh out of the ground. So uh, we're a lot of the stuff that's grown up here in Buellton, we're shifting down to Galita, that kabocha, it's my favorite. I thought this was a pumpkin. <laughs> it's not. It's, a it's, it's probably one of my favorite squashes. It doesn't it doesn't store as well as a butternut because it's higher in sugar. So it's just a really tasty treat and you can eat the skin. Right. So I just cut this and, and roast it. Is that what's the best thing yeah, to do? I roast mine with butter and maybe like a little maple syrup. If you're feeling, feeling that. Nice. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Dominique ran and she, I thought, thank God she didn't throw this at me. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. This is beautiful. All this stuff. It's the smell. It's, the vibe. I mean, the people that work there, they're happy. You know, they just want to be there. Um, do you take, uh, are you in a situ- a position right now, like where we're at with the COVID and everything like that? Do you want to take on maybe like some kind of internship program? Because, you know, there's just kids that just don't know where the food comes from. Like, I don't know, maybe we could start set up tours like at elementary schools. Uh, yeah, we've definitely done that in the past. COVID put a put a hiatus. Sorry, I got a siren behind me. COVID put it. a hiatus on that, but um, we've definitely done education with elementary schools, and it's a little tricky now that I'm up in Buellton. People have to make a trek, but it's a beautiful place up here. Right. And, uh, we got lots of animals and things going on, so uh, definitely. Beautiful. Well, hopefully that would uh, that's going to be allowed again, and you'll be back on full force. I mean, I'm hoping like by the spring of next year. Yeah, I just think it's so important. Oh you know, man, especially, like especially here in California and and where we're at, where right. we're in the mecca of food. Yeah, uh, Christine, you have any questions? I know you guys all want to talk. I could see. I have any questions? Um, let's see. Um, oh, I can't think. Oh well, um, I, I think it's so. Um, do you do internships with with local teens or um, local schools? Anything? I know that COVID's gone. I know that COVID's gone. You know, kind of put up. But do you have you do you do an actual internship? As far as work internship? Yeah, like have 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 local teens and kids come. I mean, I have had people work with the CSA program like that. 
my father-in-law runs the farm, so he's more in charge of the work on the farm. And okay. and it's a um, I don't know that he has done internships, honestly. Oh, I have a qu- another question. What about WOOF? You know, the Worldwide Organization of Organic Farmers. Are you yeah. guys a part of that at all? No, yeah. n- not not that either. I, I think that there's a certain, it, it takes a certain uh, different aspect of the farm to be able to support that kind of community. Yeah. yeah. Don, you have something? Oh, no. I, I was just flicking something out of the way here. Actually, oh. actually, where, where is your, where's your main field? So it started in Goleta. So there's about 50 acres in Goleta, uh, actually 60 with John's 10 acres where he lives. Uh, he also farms up at El Cap. 20 acres there and then we have a, a big old farm up in Buellton it's uh it's 100 acres and the river runs through it so we farm about 80 of it nice. oh, that's beautiful yeah beautiful. with cows and and goats and donkeys and chickens and the whole the whole shebang oh we need to do a team sports radio a little we need to do uh road trip. definitely that's what we need road trip that's yes. it field trip, field trip, yeah. and jump. yes uh, Katie, you want to add anything before we go? Um, just plug for Farmer's Market. For those of us who can't get out to Buellton, I'm a regular shopper there every week. And um, it's a great place to go to get to, and you get to meet all the farmers and the produce, get to know them, have these long-term relationships, knowing your farmers. It's the best. And it's right here in our own neighborhood. You know, um, we have Saturday and Tuesday here in Santa Barbara and then other locations throughout the rest of the week. Highly recommend. I go on my bike and I fill up with all the great produce for my week and I feed my family on it. So I love you farmers. And then then also, you know, having a lemon tree or an orange tree in the backyard, that's what I have every morning. There's that fresh lemon, that fresh orange right off the tree. And it starts my day and just this wonderful vitality that um, I can't get enough of. Wow. High vibrational food. Yes. I love it. Fantastic. Well, Carolyn, whatever we could do for you, we'd love you to come back you know, every other month or so, whatever you need. If you need more new commercials, you let us know. I will. Um, we love I'll, to- I'll be back for sure. Now that we got Zoom up and running. You won't- That's it. We're fun. This is fun. And it's, it's <laughs> nice to be able to educate and share with the kids. Um, you know, your body is your temple. So when you're looking at those uh, organic sections, you know, it's a conversation that you, you're going to have to have with you, yourself. I used to run in there and grab stuff and I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to support my farmer. So I'll just go online because you've made it so easy and you can a la carte your boxes now. If you want more cilantro or you want more seasonal vegetables, you can actually tailor make a box that fits you. And I really like that about what you offer online. So um, are we still delivering or is it still just oh, pick yeah. up? Delivering and we're we're from uh, Montecito to the valley, so we deliver all the way, you know. Nice, that area. beautiful. Dominique is here. Hey, D. Hey, quick question: What's your website again, Carolyn? Before you go, absolutely, it's somethinggoodorganics.com. Somethingsgoodorganics.com. Check it out. Support our local farmers, Carolyn. We love you. We've been together since day one. Uh, we appreciate you. We started the Grow Food Not Grass, I don't know how many years ago, and we made everybody rip out their, their lawns, and it turned out to be, I think they were doing fleet farming in San Roque because it turned out so good. Our, our uh, Around our whole house is edible. 
So I don't want anything cataclysmic to happen, but we can definitely go out in the yard and grab something to eat for sure. So thank you. You were my inspiration for that. We love you. Thank Take you. Take care. Guys. God bless. All, All right. right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Let's Bye. take a little break. This is Erica Saldo. We've got a big show right after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. This is Dominique Hackett with uh, lots of things. Teen Sports Radio, Santa Barbara <laughs> Wellness Center, uh, Theosophical Books for the Blind, Santa Barbara Braille Institute. <laughs> lots of things. But this morning, I want to introduce Kimmy Van Dyke, who is a part of Safe technology and we're going to talk to teens and parents about uh cell phones 5g uh, just all sorts of really great things that people aren't really talking about but we really need to talk about this kimmy take it away (laughs) put your hands why am i the only one clapping okay i want everybody to clap good thank you Good morning. Good morning. So lovely to see all of you. Um, I also have one of my cohorts with me, Miss Katie Mickey, um, and she's the, the VP on our board uh, for safe technology for Santa Barbara County. Um, if everyone could go visit our website and sign up for our newsletter, that would be super huge. It's uh, safetechsbc.org. And um, yeah, there's a lot to share about this um, wireless um wireless frequency that we are being inundated with. There's so much um, coming in, um, being installed on cell phone, uh, on towers in our own cities, uh, right on uh, power poles and on light posts right in front of our homes. And uh, we are working uh, tirelessly to make the most protective ordinance possible for Santa Barbara City. And um, hey, Katie, maybe you could give us a, an update on that because um, you're a little bit deeper in um, so you can explain where we're at in our next call to action because it's a super important timing right now. So we have hired the best attorney in the country, um, a man named Andrew Campanelli, to do an analysis of the ordinance that the city will be voting on soon. And um, there are specific things that need to be in an ordinance so that when Crown Castle makes an application for a cell tower wherever they choose. And they're making applications for towers now right in front of people's um, homes within feet of their bedroom window or on soccer fields. We were recently at a rally and we had um, a local from out of town um, saying that there was a tower, a large tower installed on a soccer field where kids are playing. And so the city needs to have within their ordinance specific requirements that the telcos need to satisfy in order for that application to be approved. And so this is what we're advocating for, very specific requirements. Otherwise, they say our hands are tied. We can't deny these applications because um, the, the, on the federal level, the Telecommunications Act um, won't allow us to deny it. But the truth is, if, they, if we have it encoded in our ordinance, what the requirements are, 
then our planning departments can say no this application doesn't um doesn't fit the the character of our neighborhood it doesn't fit our aesthetics it doesn't fit our our purpose it doesn't support the quiet enjoyment of our streets these are all languages that we can use there's a there's a you know how what might be in danger of falling off of one of these towers fire um, they're called fall zones they're combustible they change the trees in the area by making them trees emit more terpene which makes them more combustible there um the large fires down in malibu um the, in recent years both have a um correlation there and one the most recent one is under investigation just to understand what the um how much of it was in the fault of utility versus um the telco that was um <coughs> co-locating so we want to have protective measures and so we're asking people to weigh in with our city council city council has so many issues that they're grappling with and so they um have let us know we have many sympathetic on the, the council but they've let us know we need more numbers we need more voices to communicate that we don't want cell towers in front of our bedroom window we want to have our neighborhoods maintain um what was called, you know, the quiet enjoyment of our street, this kind of naturalness of the airwaves rather than having the airwaves above. When you go to where a cell tower is installed and you talk to the people who live there, they'll tell you it's buzzing there, it's noisy there. They'll um there are complaints of I can't sleep well at night. Um I have a, a you know, I I teach massage classes. and so i hear from my students on a regular basis how they're doing you know and i have i have a student right now who's you know 7 months pregnant she's nauseous all the time she can't sleep at night and this is this there's a direct relationship with the rf um uh, that is that they're being um that is happening in her neighborhood um and when there's an apartment there's another level which is you know what are the routers that are in the that are in the um adjacent buildings all these things need um local laws and federal laws to create safe protections for us and um we're also wanting us to be cautious for, for our teens to be aware that these um cell um phones um have uh radio frequencies that can be harmful and it's in the, it's in the fine print when you go and read your your um your your cell phone um users guide that will let us know that we need to keep that cell phone away from our body but often we don't read that fine print we're not aware and we end up having it right up next to our ear on our bodies or where we sleep at night and we want to give ourselves a a break from those frequencies by putting it on airplane putting it off our body having it charging in another room these are all important things that we each need to be mindful of for the health of our nervous system our nervous system is such a precious system in our body and it needs protection from these um artificial energies that the cell phones the routers and the antennas are emitting you know i had richard ellsworth do a sweep in my house and uh, with that little machine thing that he has and it was it was lit up like 4th of july well of course especially in the biggest room that was lit up but we talked about this what before kimmy and i thought i did some things and like i said well you know nothing's wrong with my case cuz i paid a stupid amount of money for my 
my protective case and that thing went off like a whoa. And I'm like, seriously? <laughs> so I had to buy another case. <laughs> now this one works, okay? Because there's nothing going on here. I could go like this, whatever I want to do with this. And I know because I see kids all the time put these things in their back pocket. I get. I, I was trying to explain to my sons because I bought them jackets for their laptops because I always put them on their lap. And I know there's this big surge of um, yeah, certain kinds of cancers that girls and boys are getting internally that has never shown up before uh, because of the amount of usage that kids are doing, you know, sitting, uh, putting their laps. And now with the whole thing of being remote, um, it's only going to increase. So, yeah, we, we need to share this information with our youth. And maybe we can get enough of them behind this because why, and I correct me if I'm wrong, is there a tower outside of Santa Barbara High School? Or they take I'm that down? There. Uh, I don't know the answer now. I will, um, on, what, on what portion of it? I will go look at it on my yeah, way. Right on the street, supposedly somebody had told me not too long ago that they were putting up a tower right outside of Santa Barbara High School. And I'm like, what? I mean, yeah. you can't put... Uh, a marijuana dispensary within so many miles of a school, and yet we let these towers that the science is there that it's dangerous. And then we have other areas like Hope Ranch. I don't think you're going to find a tower inside Hope Ranch. Am I right? Oh, that's no, not there true. are. Oh, there? They okay. have, Crown Castle has applications um, for the Santa Barbara uh, Architectural Review Board tomorrow. Applications in Hope Ranch. So, you know, Montecito yeah. has, has cell, cell antennas lining East Valley Road. Nobody's immune to it unless they have a protective ordinance that will restrict it. So the county has made crossouts, which in their ordinance to, um, to so that they don't limit what's happening in neighborhoods. And one of the really important requirements that we advocate here is that Crown Castle has the the responsibility to prove there's actually a need. So they have a profit motive to have a saturated with as many antennas as possible. So they have this kind of fancy language saying that there's a gap in capacity. Well, the Telecommunications Act doesn't require um, our local municipality to correct a gap in capacity. Capacity is the word for broadband. What they require is that if there's an emergency, we have the ability to, to use our cell phone. And that's called a significant gap in coverage. So it, it, are there drop calls in the neighborhood? And what needs to be proven is that there are actually drop calls. So that six months of drop calls to demonstrate that this additional tower is needed rather than it's desired by the telecommunication, uh, you know, um, carriers. Yeah, this is actually a, um, a, a grab for real estate on these poles. So these telecom companies can um, just keep charging for that. And it's, it's nothing to do with what we really need. Great. All right, let's do this. We, well, I, I, I could look around the room and people have questions. So let's leave the next section for some questions. And let's take a little break. This is Erica Salda, the queen of team. We'll be back with a lot more 5G info after these messages. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Wow, this is um, this is um, good chatter right now. We we actually touched this on on this a few years ago when they when 5G first landed in Santa Barbara. Nobody knew what was going on. Towers are going up all over the place. 
Um, and now we've had, you know, we had this pandemic and that's, that's kind of put it off to the side. It should have never put it off to the side. Uh, but now we need to, we need to get it back in the forefront again and understand what's happening and actually use science to support the position because Santa Barbara is such a unique place. It's such a beautiful bubble. Um, and we like to keep it that way. Emily, what do you have to say? So bringing it back to the teens and the families, that this information is, is very important and um, affects us all. So my question is, how do we begin to shift those habits? When I was teaching in an elementary school, I mean, the technology, uh, the kids were on their technology all the time. They were talking about it. We, with the pandemic, we've been on technology more than ever. Right. So my question is, yes, it's out there. The information. Thank you, ladies, for doing the work that you do. So appreciative of all that. So now how do we begin to shift those habits in the home so that we start to instead of go? I mean, even this week, I was, you know, when I get lazy, I just sit on YouTube and I watch the like the craziest things you'd ever watch because it kind of zones me out. Right. And I think technology does that. Is it zones us out. And so my, you know, so how do we begin to shift those habits so that I, I decided to read a book instead my partner and I read a book out loud to each other of a local author that just uh, just published a book and I thought this is such a great way as a family to bring that back and so do you have some suggestions or anybody has suggestions of how we begin to shift our technology dependency habits that we already have so that we can free ourselves from this I gotta have my phone on my I gotta check my text all the time does does that I think I think their name real fast safe technology I think you have to use verbiage like that we want safe technology safe technology so it was it's a genius marketing so you just keep saying look just show me give me the science we just want safe technology do you agree i mean no no one's going to say no i want to zap you i want to cause you cancer well that's the reason we changed our name i'm sorry katie sorry so as an educator and parent i'd like to answer that so i um I advocate family time. So that is important with, with our families. We go, we're going in many different directions and I know I have to be a model myself. So when I was raising my son, there were times when I thought it was more important to be, you know, on my email doing my stuff. And my son used to, he used to come up and beg me for family time and, you know, I'm working, I'm busy, et cetera. So I, I recognize I have modeled for my son, the, the priority of family time. So, that is a top priority that we have our designated times in the week that is just family time. When we get together and we talk and we discuss different issues, you know, this morning I, I, I listened to the mayoral debate last night. I asked my son his, his reflection on certain things that I didn't understand about the, the state bills around housing. He had a very interesting reflection. So it's taking a deep interest in their point of view and what are the local issues and discussing them. Now on the education level, I would love to have this question be asked on the education level of our educators because I've been involved in educating for the last 31 years. And what I do with my students is I take them to the park. We start off every class going to the park in nature. They come in tired, they come in zapped from all that they've been up to and their technologies. And I teach them how to revive themselves 
with the fundamental energy of the earth and the sun and the atmosphere, we do this wonderful qigong. They all report they feel amazingly better. And so, you know, that, and I also have implemented into the classroom something called heart rate variability and the biofeedback of the M wave. So I recently had a student grappling with addiction and she's been able to wean herself off of the addiction by learning to have this biofeedback of what's going on in her physiology when she feels that anxiety, when she needs, you know, something to lift her out of that anxiety and the capacity to simply breathe and open and soften in the heart, and it's completely shifted the need for that fix, which is that what that technology does is it gives us that fix. It's a, it's a zap of dopamine. We can generate the dopamine in our own bodies so that we get this natural high from our own deep breathing and our own neurochemicals that we can produce by being in nature and practicing what we call the essential methods, deep breathing, gentle movement, massage, relaxation, we can generate those feel-good hormones and neurotransmitters on our own. And then we're not so dependent on the devices to give us a, a hit of dopamine. Really well, well, well said. I love it. Christine. Um, yeah, you know, I, I heard recently that there um, of, a, of a recent study that said 10 minutes outside in the sunshine will give you way more um, energy than a cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, so that that's something that's really important to do is to go outside. And yes, the, thing that me, the thing that the thought that has occurred to me too is how, how, how do we cope? How do we adapt? What do we do? How, what, what are safe ways to use technology? Um, like I, I carry Shungite. It's a stone that like shifts my energy, my, you know, that protects my, my energy. Um, but, are there, I mean, I think, I think that's a good thing to explore, if not on this show, another show. What are the little things that we can do? How far do we hold? Do we use our speakerphone? Different things that are going to help us be as safe as possible with the technology that we are using. I think it's really important for our teens, for our youth, and also for us, you know, for everybody. everybody. Yeah, yeah I, could, um, I could answer that. I think, I don't know if we're going right to break, but I do have a quick little overview. Okay, so why don't we do this? I because this I I like this, and I was going to do another show, but I I know that the person who's going to talk a little bit today, thank you, Richard Ellsworth, um, isn't going to mind because he can jump in because he's the one who, uh, you know, monitor. He used his little meter thing, so that was that was a good thing just to know that you have an issue. But we'll talk about all the different ways we can do to help us after these messages. Let's do that. This is Erica Salt of the Cleaner Team. We'll be back with more safe tips on 5G. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. 
Kim. Hey, everyone. This is Kimmy Van Dyke, and I'm with Safe Technology for Santa Barbara County with Katie Mickey. And I just wanted to uh, give you a little more information. We're talking about 5G and how to make our technology safer. And there are things to do. And first, one of the things I'd love to see how we're on Teen Sport Radio here is go check out this uh, URL. It's screenagersmovie.com. And that's screenagers. So this is talking about growing up in the digital age. And I think this will give a great perspective to the students and to everybody so we can, uh, you know, implement some different ways of being. Um, so when you're in your, on your cell phone, um, that is always giving off radiation, um, especially when it's trying to connect. So the less bars you have, the harder it's trying to connect and the more, uh, you know, toxic your environment is around your cell phone. So what we suggest is turning your cell phone all the way off anytime you can. When it needs to be charging, charge it away from your body and not be using it and put it in another room. If you do need to use it, you can actually plug it into your uh, your router with an Ethernet cable and a dongle and turn off all the radios so there's no extra wireless um, frequency hitting you. And so this is a great thing to do. Plus, you can also get a stylus at the end, put your cell phone on a hard uh, surface and use this, plug it in wired. Now you got something. So these are little things you can do. And distance is your friend. Distance matters. The farther that you are from these other cell phones and uh, Wi-Fi routers, even your um, your phone, you know, you might have cordless phones all throughout your house. Those are all transmitting. You've got your Bluetooth, your Wi-Fi, your neighbor's Wi-Fi, your smart meter. It's on and on. So because this is invisible, it's best to get a um, um, some sort of um, uh, a meter. And there's a lot of great meters out there. And then you can start to get an idea of what's going on with this invisible space and hear these sounds that you cannot see and start to mitigate. And so you'll sleep better and your body will feel better and you will be rejuvenating instead of slightly declining. So wow. Give me yeah, thank you. A little getting, bit right there. <laughs> getting into the getting into the meter that that was that's we're gonna go to Richard Ellsworth, okay, because he swept this house. And this house probably on a scale of one to ten was in radiance was an eight. I'd give myself an eight. Would you say eight, Richard? Sure. <laughs> so but you woke me up you know then i went out i had advice i covers for the kids lap i just totally wrapped everything that i could possibly wrap so i was really surprised and thank you for that richard that was something that was done a few months back and i was really like i said i think what we've done is because of the pandemic and everything else that's going on we just kind of put this whole issue to bed we, we, and it's something that we need to be mindful for, for like every single day you need to be aware of what is going on around you. Richard, you have something to add? Yeah, um, I, I think the whole idea of using using a stone or using these covers that supposedly uh, protect from uh, from EMFs, I think it's it's kind of out there until you get to actually see and experience it. Until you actually go and, and get like a even a, an inexpensive EMF reader and watch what happens. And for me, I've, I've always known that that was a thing and I've always promoted, you know, putting these pieces of, of shungite or, or, you know, stones on things or these covers that are protective or Faraday bags or whatever it is to protect from EMFs. But even though I was, I was saying it, there was always this thought in the back of my mind was, does this really work or is it all mental? But then all of a sudden you have an EMF reader and you point it at a phone that was showing numbers off the charts and you put a piece of shungite that's you know less than an inch big on the back of it and now no matter how close you hold the emf reader it's at zero the whole time 
I mean, when you see that, it, you just get this, you know, this mind blown reaction of, of wow, this is something that actually works and can protect me. Um, so when we start to, to, to think about that, that there are all of these little things you can do, putting your phone in a Faraday bag when you're not using it, uh, putting a little piece of shungite on it when it's when it's uh, when it's close to you, or even when it's charging, um, or having one of those cases that that has something that that will deflect the EMFs. Um, all of these little things you can start to incorporate, and it's not very expensive, and it really really works. And that that EMF reader, it, it's something that I just bought this year, even though I've been hearing about them for five years, and it's made a huge difference because now I know what's giving off. EMFs. I know what's harming me and what's not. A blender is one of the most harmful things in my house if it's plugged in. You yeah, know, just plugged in. <laughs> plugged in. Like I unplug everything. Like yeah. after I boil my water, after I do this or that, unplugging everything because that electricity, it's not just radio frequency radiation from man-made and whatnot. There's the electricity level that's going through our walls. And, um, and so unplugging things is a great practice. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, just don't, you don't think on those lines until somebody makes you aware, but I'm telling you, he's not kidding. When you have that uh, meter, which are 50, 60 bucks, and it's it's a great party favor. You go to somebody's house, right? And you invite them to their house for a party, right? You just start turning. I'm telling you, it works. You don't get invited. <laughs> I am telling you, it is a cool little thing. It's better than bringing those little eight balls that talk. You know, I used to do that, but now I'm just bringing the meter. Excuse me. Just want to check my safety. I'm just showing you guys like this too. This is a small Faraday pouch. And so in here is silver lining. And this is what um, is stopping the frequencies for coming in. This one's made, I believe, by Silent Pocket. And then this is also one of those cases you were talking about. So this, you know. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I got the purple one. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Not just my hair. No. Right? So, yeah, the, excellent. Really good. I don't know. Anything else you want to add, Katie? Well, on October 12th, the governor um, signs into law or has the opportunity to veto some of the bad bills that passed recently. So there is a particular, some particularly bad bills. And so um, our... Um, Governor needs to hear from folks if they're interested in, in helping maintain the local control of our ordinance. And so that's another factor. It's, the information is on our website. If you would like to go to our website, safetechsbc.org, gives you information of where to make a phone call. This, um, these bad bills are promoted as bridging the digital divide, but they don't actually. The, um, the, what we want is fiber optics to the premise rather than to have all this broadband being spewed on the airways. We have instead the ability to bring the broadband to the premise and leave our airways free of all that broadband because it, it, it interferes with um, our biology and all the ways that we're just describing. So yes. love you to have you join us with that, with that um, call to the governor's office. Yeah, we also um, meet weekly on Wednesdays. You can email us at info at safetechsbc.org to contact us about anything. Join our meeting, tell us about a tower, how, you know, get involved. But we do have a big thing on um, Tuesday, October 12th with the Ordinance Committee in the Santa Barbara City Limits here 
to uh, to vote about this ordinance. And um, so is that, that going to be on Zoom or is it just you have to show up to that? How's that? Yeah, we've got your webinar. Yeah, that's on Zoom. They have stopped everybody from meeting in person uh, in the city, Santa Barbara City. So you can't go in and make public comment anymore, only on Zoom. But that's where we will be. And we've been following up with them like crazy and making meetings with the uh, the local officials so they can ask us questions and understand what we're up against. How do you think that's going to go? Well, we're doing our best. We're doing our best. They are very busy and it's very complicated and um, there's a lot of misinformation. So it's a tough job. Mm. All right. Well, why don't we, we'll get that news. We'll put that on all of our uh, platforms on Teen Sports Radio to help as, in any which way that we can. And what we would like to do, too, is Kimmy and Katie, why don't you get um, we'll, get, we'll do a Safe Tech Technology, uh, Safe Tech SBC. We'll do a commercial. Okay. I think you guys Great. can use a commercial and we'll run that. We'll hard code it. We'll run that four days a week. Um, and then we'll throw that on all of our platforms. So I'll let you get a hold with uh, Dr. D. And I don't know, he likes Starbucks card or something. If you have a safe tech t-shirt size large, you know, just throw it out there. Okay. But that's, there, would be other, there would be no other requirements. Okay. All Plus right. we'll be at the farmer's market. We're hoping this Saturday and next Saturday. So come by and just chat with us. We have a lot of interesting things to show you. <laughs> okay, great. So let's take a little break. We've got a little bit more show left. This is Erica Salt of the Queenie team. We'll be back in a few minutes. Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, this is Don Sanders from donsmassageinohi.com. 805-236-2684. I serve the communities of Ventura, Santa Barbara, Ojai, and sometimes Oxnard with therapeutic body work. And uh, just like this show here, there's all sorts of uh, kinds of support and encouragement for your mind, body, and spirit. If you've listened today or you keep on listening, tell your friends, uh, invite other people. It's a tremendous place. And uh, the, uh, the thing about getting started, the, the, the journey of a thousand miles starts with one first step. And what we're trying to do is build resiliency and conviction with Resiliency and conviction, cheerfulness, boldness. You can go forward. You can start. You can start in the direction of your dreams, and that and that with a patience plan and a process will allow you to reap the benefit of the seeds you've planted and have lots of beautiful foliage and blossoms eventually. If you have too much self doubt or you have too many EMFs, if you've been listening today, you can you can you can uh, infect your beautiful growing uh, life with noxious weeds of, uh, like I said, self-doubt. 
So the important thing is, you know, this is a great community, virtual community. You don't have to be there to actually plug into this beautiful community of, of abundant opportunities for growth and encouragement and support for your mind and your body and your spirit. And thank you so much, Teen Sports Radio, for a platform to do this from. Oh, John, thank you. Wow. All right, so let's, let's go through this one more time. Kimmy, we got like another minute, but anything you want to add? Um, you know, Environmental Health Trust is um, a global organization that we refer to a lot because they are very involved. And so their website is ehtrust.org. And that is a huge resource um, there for handouts and questions. And you can just type anything into the search engine, see the latest news, what's going on with the FCC and whatnot. So I would totally suggest that. And then join our email list at safetechsbc.org so we can keep in touch. We'd love your participation on October 12th. And prior to talking to your local representatives in the city, uh, put them on the spot, as well as the candidates that are up for mayoral and and the seats on the city council, asking them what they know and what they plan to do uh, about safe technology and what is going on with the small cell facilities um, that are being installed. Kimmy, you crushed it. I told you you would. You're wonderful. I love it. Seriously. All right, let's do this. Let's uh, let's invite you guys back after the 12th. I want to know what happens. And let's get in for that commercial. And anything else that you want me to put up on our platforms, we'll do it. Okay, we so appreciate your service and your work and your courage. Because a lot of times when you bump it heads against things, especially during this pandemic time, people are edgy and cranky. And I just tell everybody, like, as we walk every single day around the city, just keep it, post a smile and make somebody happy every single day. Stay in your own lane. No judging. <laughs> you know what I mean? If we, if we all manage to do that, it's more of a uniting. All right, let's just unite. This is a good thing, and it's a good thing for our kids. God bless everybody. See you next week. Let's go and have a big, you got